What's up, y'all? It's Be Dangerous back again with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. Now, I got my real work cut out for me today. Of course, this is going to be about the Lakers. And it's not even going to be the fact that they won their last two fucking games, which is absolutely shocking. Austin Reeves had a triple-double. Where was all this bullshit when the season was actually of trying to make the fucking playoffs? Nowhere to be fucking seen. So pretty much you win two... You win two meaningless games. Whoop-dee-fucking-do. However, that went out controversy because apparently the Lakers fired Frank Vogel before the game even ended. And now they're trying scrambling looking for another coach. Now the thing that gets me is everybody's coming out the woodwork to talk about Laker fans this, Laker fans that. I see more Laker shit on my timeline from people who aren't even fans of Lake of the fucking Lakers. Rather than talking about your team, why don't you talk about your Boston Celtics or about your New York Knicks or about your Brooklyn Nets? Everybody got something to fucking say about the Lakers. Talk about your Miami Heat. But just because Lahee is there and because y'all want to say, well, Laker fans do this, Laker fans do that, that's the topic of discussion to talk about. But the second Be Dangerous brings her ass on there, everybody steps over me because y'all already know what it is over here. When you come to me talking about the Lakers, I'll be like, okay, this Laker fan says this, or blah, 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 whatever the fuck I say. I say, like, whenever I talk something about the Lakers on a troll post, it's going to be facts backed up by nothing but receipts. Because I've sat through plenty of shit that's been worse than this. But just because of who was on the team, everybody wants to make a big fucking deal out of it. Now, honestly, I don't feel no type of way about Frank Vogel getting fired. The writing was on the wall. Before the season even began, people want to say the same regurgitated bullshit about how could you trade a championship coach? One ring. Whoop-de-fucking-do. What did you do to follow up that ring? You got eliminated the first damn round of the playoffs. And how do you follow up this season? Getting eliminated by the same team out of contention. From the playoffs. So pretty much the the looks that I've seen so far is. Out of the three fucking years that he's been there. I'm sorry after the four years he's been there. He's only had one winning season. And I'm supposed to feel some type of way about him getting fired. Absolutely the fuck not. Good bro- goodbye Frank, Frank Vogel. Have a nice life. Do what you do. I really don't give a fuck right now. And of course we all know. That the Kang came out and had to show his ass. Talk to the media. Do the good guy press conference. And the media will hang on to his every word like it's the gospel. And pretty much he's pretty much he said that he had no say over what the Lakers do in the front office. Is that right? Is that why Jeannie hasn't had any backbone to tell you no, you can't have your way? Until recently? The whispers have gotten louder because you know you have handpicked your teams. And when you can't get your way, you run the fuck out of Dodge. You tried to do it in Miami. Pat Riley wouldn't let you. You went to Cleveland because you know Dan Gilbert, of course, will do whatever the fuck he has to do to get LeBron whatever the fuck he wants. If he wants a piece of cheese stick at 3 o'clock in the morning, he will take his ass to his house in Bath, Bath Ohio and make that shit happen if that's what he wants. But... If you have no say 
over what the Lakers are going to do in the offseason and what moves they're going to make, sit your ass in the back and nurse your vagina and ankle back to health. That's what you need to worry about. Worry about you. Worry about your 37-year-old body that could just collapse and and break at any fucking moment. Worry about that instead of what the Lakers are going to do. And learn how to trust the teammates that that your team has put in front of you. If you can win with anybody, if you can take a janitor's team to the fucking finals without breathing, make it fucking happen. And Jeannie, yo, you can get a little bit too because you let that man come in there and pretty much run you into the damn floor with the players that he fucking wanted. And then when things didn't materialize, he wants to put up his hands and want to point the finger at everybody else. Honestly, it's all of your fucking faults. As a collective, it's management's fault. For putting this talent together. It's coaching's fault. For not knowing what to do with the talent they had on the team. It's the players fault. For not going out on the court and executing every fucking game. So as a whole. It's the Lakers goddamn fault. So it's really easy. To put the blame on this person. That person. No. If you're going to put the blame on Westbrook for his turnovers and his bricks. Then place the same blame on him. For stat patting and worrying about his personal records over actually fucking winning. He was saying he, he was having the most fun he's ever had in his life on a basketball court. Meanwhile, his team is losing about 32 fucking points every game. But I was told the minute he came, July 1st, 2018, I was told that losing like this would be a thing of the past. It would never happen on the King's Watch. Meanwhile, the same losses that people laughed at while he was in Miami and Cleveland happened on his watch. So what the fuck does that tell you? His first season with the Lakers, he didn't make the playoffs. The second year, okay, the Lakers won the championship. Wait, 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 hold on. 18, 19, yep, didn't make the playoffs those two years. 2020, they made the playoffs, win the championship. You get eliminated in the first fucking round. Then this year, you don't even make the playoffs because you fucking fell short. And the same team got you out. So honestly, those same people, I'm sorry, those same Lahim fans who talk shit to me about how I should be grateful that that Lahid chose the Lakers because they were down and out before he was there. They're down and out with him there. So what the fuck does that tell you? That means that your man, your king, isn't as kingly as he says he is. People will try to use age as an excuse. Listen, Kobe was on his last legs. And he would have played through a torn Achilles if he could have. He would have played, hell, he played through with a fucking torn rotator cuff. Was shooting left-handed, made one shot left-handed. So it didn't matter what Kobe had to do. Those who told us to fall in line with Lahim are damn sure missing Kobe now. Those that told us to accept Lahim and be a fan of him are damn sure missing Kobe now that the shit has hit the fan. And I already knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen eventually. All those feel-good times were not going to fucking last long. Because, when, like I said, when things go down and Westbrook is talking shit... You got Vogel saying that they didn't tell him shit about being fired. You got him talking out his ass. You got AD fucking breaking his tongue when he talks. 
Yeah, shit, are, shit is going to hell over there. And they fucking, des- they fucking deserve it. They absolutely deserve it. And it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy as in Lahim James. Now, as a Laker fan, I've seen much worse than this. I've seen management make decisions out their asses. And as of today, I almost forgot. As of today, Luol Deng is off the Lakers' payroll. Fucking finally. They paid him $72 million when they signed him to the Lakers. Hold on, let me sit. Yep, they were they were still paying him for four years after he left. And they also paid him $72 million just to play 57 games. And that decision was made by, by that don't know his ass from his elbow, Jim Buss, who was doing nothing but making money and raking in the money. So you would rather pay a player who wasn't even on your roster for even a full damn season over getting players that will actually pay, that will actually, are, ah, are actually worth the $72 million? Lou Aldang was not it. Absolutely not it. But you got people laughing at your ass because you're still paying a man who hasn't played a full season for you. And you have nothing, and you have absolutely nobody to feel bad for but yourself. When you make bad business decisions that will carry with you for years, you deserve to sit your ass in it and deal with it. Now Jeannie is is fucking scrambling looking how to fix this bullshit and make the moves that she needs to get the Lakers back relevant again. And I promise you, if the moves are not to your liking with him, I would hope like hell they would... They would fucking trade your ass away for a double fat burger with cheese and some draft picks. Because the king that I was promised is not the same motherfucker that was here. Well, actually, never mind, never mind. Because I always said this. He is the same hoe on a different team. Regardless of what jersey he is in, that he is going to walk around with a sense of entitlement like he should get things to go his way all the time. That he should be winning all the time. And then when he doesn't, oh, my ankle. Oh, my vagina hurts. So he decides to sit out for the rest of the season instead of toughing it out. Listen, if, you, if the Lakers were winning, you'd be shaking your ass all up and through the court. But just because the Lakers are losing, you want to sit out and focus on your health? Please kiss my entire ass. And those who were talking the most shit about the Lakers and Laker fans, y'all already know what it is over here. You can talk all the shit you please until I show up. Then everybody skips over me. Because they already know, like, oh shit, here she come. Because y'all already know. I'll play along with you. But I'm always going to empty the clip first and ask questions later because I don't sugarcoat shit. And if I can go back and forth with these people talking about Laker fans, this, Lakers, this, and Lakers business, then let's do it, baby. I'm ready. Always ready. And on that note, I'm going to get my ass out of here. Eh. But before I go, what do the Lakers need to do to fix this shit? Well, first of all, make the moves that you need to make for the team first. And not go off on what someone else says. Let that person be a player. Make decisions that are actually good and that will benefit the team. Players who can play defense, 
who can score, and who has chemistry. Because this current Laker team had absolutely fucking none from the fucking beginning. And honestly, I bask in all the losing they do. Because one thing y'all can never say about Be Dangerous is that I'm not loyal. And that I don't show my ass day in and day out. Because as much as you control, I can... As much as you control, I control even harder. So, trust me. I can do this all fucking day. Because y'all ain't stopping no fucking show. Y'all ain't about to spray me for fucking free. Fuck that shit. So, the Lakers know what they need to do to make it happen. You know you need a coach. You know you need better players. And fresher players. Make it fucking happen. Or be prepared to sit your ass... Sit your asses at home for another fucking year. And if you decide to make the decision that you want to keep these players, that decision falls squarely on you. And I have absolutely no sympathy for you whatsoever. And on that note, I'm going to leave for good. As always, thank you guys for your love and your support for Dangerous Sports Talk. I thank you guys so very much for it. Please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Be Dangerous, and I am out of here. Peace.